Welcome back. We are studying the sixth chapter, this chapter. It's sort of like a warm-up. We are going to start <clears throat> dealing with the actual calculations. Now, these calculations are not as precise as the ones that are going to come up later. And uh, I think it's a nice warm-up for us to start getting accustomed to, to the math. Um, I, I don't like the term not mathematically inclined. I think every human being is by definition mathematically inclined. Uh, some of us don't have enough um, math practice. We are not fluent on it currently, but everyone can pick it up if they practice a little bit. So for those who are not uh, very fluent at the moment, it's highly, highly, highly advisable to follow inside the Macbilly edition, which has beautifully helpful diagrams and tables, really setting up all the numbers in a very easy way to follow. בזמן שעושים על הראייה, היו מחשבים ויודעים שעה שהתקבס בה הירח עם החמה בדקדוק רבה, כדרך שההסתגנינים עושים, כדי לידע אם יראה הירח או לא יראה. When we do kiddush החודש on the basis of the sighting of the moon, then when that used to happen, the hachamim used to have to calculate and, and, and derive and know exactly what moment it is that the moon is aligned right between the earth and the sun. That is called the hitkabesut. Again, when the moon is exactly in between the earth and the sun. And by knowing that, they know exactly when would be the moment after that moment, which is when the moon starts being seen again. And then they would know if to expect witnesses or not, and whether the witnesses would be truthful or not. ותחילת אותו החשבון הוא החשבון שמחשבים בקירוב ויודעים שעת קיבוצם בלא דקדוק ושעת קיבוצם בלא דקדוק אלא במהלכם האמצעי הוא נקרא מולד. And in order to first start this calculation, and by the way, this is a principle throughout הלכות קידוש החודש, you'll see, you'll be helped tremendously, tremendously by this key. Think of the universe, and think of the solar system and the, the lunar system. Think of it as simply as you can. It's like drawing a stick figure and then later starting fleshing it out and adding uh, any other details you want, any other elements you want. That's how you have to start. If you want to follow this halachot, start as simple as you can. Don't come into it with all of your very sophisticated understanding and intuitive grasp of exactly how the angles of the moon and of the earth are. Uh, so think of circles, think of lines, think of everything being perfectly aligned, and Harambam is going to guide us through the necessary adjustments. So even for these calculations, Harambam says, we start by a number that is not very precise, is not very accurate, but it's a very helpful number. And to that number, we are going to start making adjustments in the following chapters. But in not very precise number, it's called the molad, and that is the subject of this chapter. The molad is the average time that it takes for the moon to cycle around the Earth. This is not the same every single month uh, because of the, 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 that the movement of the moon around Earth is not only a function of moon surrounding Earth, but also of Earth surrounding the sun. The sun. There is gravity involved. And it's not perfect circles. The angles are not perfect. 
So none of it is exactly the same, but the average is one number. And this average can be known by taking very large observations, uh, observing very large periods of time, and then dividing it up by the number of cycles. That's how you derive that. That's called the molad. And the most basic principles used for deriving the molad when there is no Bedin out there and we don't really need the Soda Ibur. So nowadays we don't need Soda Ibur. All we need to know is the molad because in any event we're following a calendar and we want to know more or less given that we have the benefit of being able to, to, to sort of calculate and plan ahead years at a time, so long as these years at a time are consistent with the average, we'd be okay. So all we need is the average. This is the Aibur. It's not Soda Aibur, which is the topic of much more advanced chapters, starting in chapter Tet. So what are these main principles? Hayom v'halayla. The, the day with the night, regardless of the season, are always going to aggregate 24 hours. And this is then divided into 12 during the day, daylight and 12 for nighttime. Now, for Hachamim, they decided that the next unit after hours was going to be Halakim. Halakim is a unit of time. It's a part of the hour. It's one in 1080 on the hour. Now, in our days, what we use is minutes. And under minutes, we still have seconds, which means that if you were to divide seconds per hour, you'd have 3,600 seconds in an hour. What we have here is 1,080 halakim for an hour, which for those who want to go through the math, it's 3.3333333 times smaller than the halakim. So each halak is 3.333 seconds. Why did they choose this seemingly arbitrary number, 1080? Why 1080 halakim? Because it's a number that's very it's divisible into many other numbers. You can divide it by 2, by 4, by 8, by 3, by 6, by 9, by 5, by 10. And each of these units can also be named by, by, by a certain name. So how long does it take? What's the average that it takes for the moon to circle around the Earth? So following this unitary system of Halakim, uh, from one moment to the other, on average, again, it's never going to be exactly this, but on average, it's going to be 29 days, and 12 hours, and this is hours, uh, it's, it's hours uh, as if uh, you are dividing exactly by 24. It's not solar hours, but real hours, objective hours. Uh, from 
the beginning of the night of the 30th day, and from the 13th hour, also 739 out of 180 hours. So it's a little more than another half an hour. Um, about three-fifths of another half an hour, of, of another hour. Uh, and this is how long there is between each molad and molad, and that's how long a, a, a lunar month is on average. So a couple of things about this. Number one, again, let's stress this out. This is the average. The molad is the point, the artificial point in time that we choose to signify these intervals of 29 days, 12 hours, 739 uh, parts, if you were to divide an hour into 1080, that is how long there is between each molad and molad. So if you ever hear in Batekenesiot, Dashkenazim of this minhag, to announce the molad, the molad is going to be on this day and day, on this hour and hour, or this hour and this many halakim, that is what they are referring to. They are calculating from the last blood this spread. Now, how did they know this in Harambam's time? So until Harambam's time, there had been astronomical observations. The way to, to, to know this, the way to calculate this, is by calculating a lunar eclipse. So the moon, if you look at every Rosh Hodesh, if you look up to the moon, it's never going to be in the same exact spot other than, other than when you have a total eclipse, which is when the moon being between Earth and the sun is also at the same exact height. Uh, the, the angle moves always a little bit up and down, but every so often you have a lunar eclipse, which is when it's exactly in the middle. So if you take those spreads between each eclipse and eclipse for many, many, many years, many, many of those cycles, and then you divide up by what you know is around 29 and a half days, you will get to this number. And uh, astronomical observations today, by the way, are only 2.9 seconds apart, 2.9 seconds ap uh, apart from um, the, this calculation that Harambam gave to us, uh, which might also be a function of 2.9 seconds being less than one helic. Um, so 739 uh, halakim is not precise, but neither would have been 740 or 738, in as much as uh, the precision is less than one helic. So this is amazingly impressive that they had this. Uh, by the way, the Ralbag had an even closer estimation of this, Rabbi Levi ben Gereshom, and uh, our Hachamim were always very distinguished in, in math and, and astronomy, and they they really they, they they should be they should amaze us today that with the NASA observations we can only manage a couple of seconds of more precision, which would only be relevant in many 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 years. How long is the lunar year? <coughs> If the moon were 12 months of this 
spreads between Molad and Molad of these 29 and a half days and 739 parts. What you'd end up having is 345 days and 8 hours and 876 halakim. If you were to add a 13th month, also following this 29 and a half and 739 parts, then in, on the aggregate it will be yom. It will have 383 days, 21 hours, and 589 whereas the, the year of, of the of of the solar cycle, the time it takes for Earth to circle around the sun, it's 600 and sorry, 365 days and six hours and a quarter. So, what you find is that you have a little bit of a discrepancy. The discrepancy axis of the solar year over the lunar year is. Asarayamim, the Hat Vaisim Shaot is 10 days and 21 hours, in other words, almost 11 days. Umataim Verba Halakim and 204 parts. Halachahe Kashetashlihi Mehodeshalevana Shiva Shiva Shamimea Shavua, Ishaer Yom Ehad Ustem Aisreshaot. Now it's very simple math, but it, you should follow it carefully and closely. So if you were to divide, if you were to want to know, how many weeks in each one of these average months of 29 and a half and some hours uh, and some halakim days? So how many weeks are there in here? So you just divide by seven. And what's what's left over after dividing by seven? Isha'er yom ehad. You're left with one day because 28, the first 28 days are four full weeks. So what do you have left? One day and 12 hours. Seven hundred and thirty-nine halakim. Siman lahem, and there is a mnemonic for them. Aleph yod bet tashtzag, or eyab tashtzag. However you want to read it, it's Aleph yod bet tashtzag, which is one 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 day, twelve hours, and seven hundred and thirty-nine uh, and seven I don't see 39 here in Tashsag. Um, I'm paying attention to it for the first time. The Siman doesn't really make sense to me. Uh, so, seven hundred and ah, I'm sorry, 793. I've been reading this wrong throughout. Um, I'm very thankful for the, mnem the mnemonic that's making me correct myself. So, every time I said 739, Amend that to 793. That's the right number. Close to 800. This is what's called the excess of the month, of the lunar month, over the week units. If you were to take how many weeks in a year, and this is a simple year, uh, sorry, in the lunar year. So if it's a simple lunar year of 12 months, in other words, 300 
and uh, and and uh, forty-eight, three hundred and forty-eight days, etc. Three hundred and forty-five days and and eight hours, etc. So if you were to divide this into into weeks, Isha'er Mimenna, what you'd have left over at the end is Arba'ayamim Ushmoneshaot Ushmonemeot Beshishavashivaim Halakim. You'd have left over four days, eight hours, and eight hundred and seventy-six parts. Siman Lahem Dalit Het Tatav Dalit Het Tatav four eight eight hundred and seventy-six. Vizohi This is the leftovers of a non-extended of a non-extended year. Vim Shana Meoberati, if it's an extended year, then the leftovers are going to be five days, uh, 21 hours, 589. Now, all of this hasn't served purpose here, but it's going to, because this is a very easy way of shortcutting. If you want to know, for example, what day of the week the mulad is going to be, as you're going to see in a bit. If you know where the mulad is of any one of the months, let's say I know the mulad of Adar, I want to know the mulad of Nisan, so I just need to add uh, one twelve. In other words, one day. So if it was on Tuesday at, let's say, 9 o'clock exactly, I add one day, that's Wednesday. 12 hours, so from 9 o'clock, it's 9 p.m. now, if it was 9 a.m. And then I add also 783 parts to, to 9 o'clock. So it's going to be closer to 10 o'clock than 9 p.m. That's when the Molad is going to be in the next month. In other words, I add four weeks and then that much time. But and that's how you know what day of the week it's going to be, and what time, and how many halakim. Kesad, how so? An example. Let's say that the mulad of Nisan is uh, Sunday, the fifth hour, and it's into the fifth hour, 107 parts. So what do you do to that? When you add to it just a leftover, if you ignore the weeks, just add the leftovers. You add one hour, uh, one day, 12 hours, and 793. It follows that the Murad of Iyar is going to be the night of Tuesday, the fifth hour of the night. And exactly 900 parts, pretty, pretty close to the fifth to the sixth hour. You can do this forever and ever, month after month. The average, again, is very precise. And if you know one molad, you can calculate every single month going forward for the rest of history. Um, accounting obviously for those few seconds that uh, cripple into the calculations, which eventually become meaningful. But this is what the Molad is. 
וכן כשהיה עם נכה ידוע מולד שנה זו, תוסיף שאליתה על ימי המולד, also if you know how, when the מולד was in one year, so I know that last year, ראש חודש ניסן מולד was at hour x in day x. ותוסיף שאליתה על ימי המולד, I can also just take it year by year and add the שאלית, so I add 12 months, 12 lunar months, and then, or, or whether it's or not מעובדת, I have both numbers, אם פשוטה היא שלי את הפשוטה, ואם מעובדת שלי את המעובדת, יצא לך מולד שנה שלי אחריה, אז אתה צריך לקלקולט המולד of the next year. וכן שנה אחר שנה עד סוף העולם, so to year after year, uh, forever, והמולד הראשון שממנו תתחיל, and הרמב"ם says, I just want to tell you, so you begin from a מולד that we know for a fact that's the correct מולד, and I want you to, to count from this one, ומולד שהיה בשנה הראשונה של היצירה, so count from year one of the 5,777 years we count uh, as of today, and the, in, in the first one was, והוא היה בליל שני, it was the night of Monday, חמש שעות בלילה, five hours into the night, ומאתיים וארבעה חלקים, 204 parts, סימן להם בהרד. In other words, Monday, 5 hours and 204 חלקים. וממנו היא התחלת החשבון, and knowing how, what year it is, um, then you can very easily multiply that year by, uh, by the number of years and know when the מולד should be. And you do that by taking שנות ההמה. So שנות ההמה we have, also for שנות ההמה we have um, the, the, how much the leftover is. So just multiply um, שנות ההמה, the 365 and a quarter days by 5,777. And that's how you can start calculating. Um, now, I, I want, just want to make a very important point. Hanabam is not making here a historical statement. In fact, it's kind of weird that the very first molad would have been on a Monday. Why, why, why on a Monday? So the moon was put in place on a Wednesday. And uh, what does that mean that the first molad of, uh, of presumably Aleph Tishri is on a Monday? It's a very weird statement. Um, it also doesn't mean that this has never changed ever since. Um, it's very possible, like Immanuel Velikovsky argued, that the lunar system has indeed shifted places and we, we don't see the same thing that people used to see back then. Uh, some of the evidence to this is that in Egypt, calendars have 360 days, not 365 days. And the same happens with uh, Mayan and Incas in, uh, in Mexico. So maybe some things moved around. Maybe really if Adam Arishon had looked up to the sky on that first Monday, first of all, it wouldn't have been a Monday. And also it wouldn't have been, um, it, it wouldn't have been uh, the, the, uh, on, 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 on that time. So this is just to aid us with the calculation. בכל החשבונות האלו, 
we solve these calculations. From which you derive the molad. So whenever you add up and you end up having more than 1,080 halakim, you, you just add an hour. And you add it to the hours. And then when you make up 24, you make a day. And then when you have seven or more, you just drop it from the calculation and you continue counting from then because we only want to know what day of the week at this stage. Because all we want to know is what day of the week, what hour, and what halak is going to be the mulad. Every 19 years, of which seven are going to be extended years and 12 are going to be non extended years, this is called a cycle, a mahzor. And why do we count a mahzor of 19 years? Because if you were to add up the time of uh, 12 years that are peshutot and seven that are extended with their hours and their halakim, and you, you do what we said before of lumping up every 1080 halakim into hours and then every 24 hours into days. You're going to end up with exactly a round number of 19 years of equivalent to 9 times 365 and 6 hours. It coincides with the cycle of the sun. It's not exactly precise. Arambam is saying you will have leftover, uh, you will have a little bit of an excess of the solar cycle over the 19 years cycle of this kind of, of, of moon years, in other words, seven uh, extended and nine, and, and 12 and 12, um, and 12 peshutot and 12 not extended. So you will have left one hour, 485 halakim. The siman is Aleph Tapa. So if you have a cycle like this of 19 years, you have, you have thus resolved and reconciled between having months that are lunar and years that are solar. And if you continue this cycle and you want to know which of these years are extended years, it's going to be always the third year, then the sixth, then the eighth. In other words, go from skipping two twice to skipping once, the next one. Then you skip again two. You skip again two. You skip again two. And then you skip only one. So you're going to go. Uh, in intervals of three, three, two, three, 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 two. 
That's how it is. כשתקבץ שארית כל שנה משתים עשרה שנה, הפשוטות שהיא ארבע שמונה שמונה מאות שבעים ושש, when you take from each of these 12 years that are פשוטות, and you see how much uh, they have, they are missing, ושארית כל שנה משבע שנים המעוברות, and how much they have in excess, those seven years that are extended, and that is five days, uh, 21 hours, and uh, 589 halakim, uh, and you sum everything, you aggregate everything, shiva shiva, into weeks, ishaer sheneyamim, you're going to have left over two days, shaot, and 16 hours, and 16, uh, 16 hours and 595 halakim, siman lahem bet yodvav takza, vezehu she'erit ha-mahazor. And this is the leftover of the mahazor, which is going to be resolved, um, which is going to, we, we, sorry, which is going to, to, to serve to show you how much the molad is shifting by from one mahazor to the other. So you took you calculated the molad, right, by, by, the, by the years that were peshutot, by the years that were me'ubarot. You added that up, then you uh, subtracted, you cancelled out every unit of seven days, then every unit of, of uh, uh, and then what you're left with is two days, 16 hours, and 595 halakim, which means if you were to add that to any, uh, to, 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 to any molad, you're going to have, uh, sorry, the molad of the, the first molad of the last mahzor, you're going to have the molad of the next mahzor. Just like we said, you have the mahzor, the molad of the first mahzor, you add these days and you know what day of the week and what hour is going to be the next, the next molad, the molad of the, next, the first molad of the next mahzor. וכן מולד כל מחזור ומחזור עד סוף העולם. וכבר אמרנו שמולד תחילת המחזור הראשון, and we already said that the very first מחזור, the one in בריאת העולם, היה בית הרד, it was Monday, fifth hour, 204. ומולד השנה, ומולד תשרי של אותה שנה. And that מולד was of תשרי of that year. ובדרך הזאת תדע מולד כל שנה שתרצה ומולד כל חודש שתרצה משנים שעברו ומשנים שעתידים לבוא. That's how you can know then on the basis of that assumed first מולד of the very first תשרי עוליית העולם. That's how you can know any other מולד ever. How so? כיצד? תיקח שני יסיעה שעברו וגמרו ותעשה אותם מחזורים של 19-19. So you have to take this 5,777 years. And subtract the largest integral number that is a multiple of 19. Okay, so you divide by 19, then you take that, uh, that the, 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 the integral in that number. So let me just do the calculation here quickly um, for us uh, uh, live. 577 divided by 19 is going to give 304 
0526315789474. So what I have to do now is take the 304, multiply 304 by 19. That's 5776. That's when the mahzor, the last mahzor was. So if I subtract 5777 from 5776, I now know that we are in the first year, or right after the second year, rather, of the Mahazor. So that's how I know where I am in the Mahazor. So as of the beginning of the Mahazor that ended with the year 5,176, at the beginning of the next, next Mahazor, I can know exactly when, uh, when, uh, when the Molad is, because I now know how many Mahazorim is 304 there have been since Periyat Olam? So if I take how much a Molad shifts from one Mahazor to the other in terms of weekdays, which is two days, 16 hours, 595 Halakim, and I multiply that by 304, and then, of course, you can obviate anything that makes weeks, take that out, and then you're going to end up with a spread in terms of the lowest number of days that is that is not a multiple of seven, the excess of days over the, the largest multiple of seven, and then whatever is left in terms of hours and hakim. And then you're going to know by how much the the this mahazor uh the the, the mulan and this mahazor shifts from Beriyat Olam. Let's see Harambam's calculation now. So then you know how many Mahazorim have passed. In our case, it's 304. And then and the number of years of the Mahazor that still hasn't finished. That's one in our case. So you have to multiply that by 304. And from the years of the Mahzor that have that were Shanim Peshutot, like uh, uh, like last year was actually Maoberet, I believe. So if it had been Pashut, you would add to it four hours, uh, four days, eight hours, and eight hundred and seventy-six halakim. Dalet het tatav ul choshana meoberet hekaf alef tatat kabetzakol, and then you add everything up. Then you add up the halakim into hours, the hours into days, then the days you 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 reduce them to, to anything that's reducible by a factor of seven. And then what's left over of days and of hours and of parts is the molad of the next year that you want to know when, when the molad is. The Mulad that's going to result from this calculation is always going to be Tishri, because that's what we are starting from. And then if you add to it a day, 12 hours, and 793 Halakim, you'll get the next month, and so on and so forth. You can add that up to get any other month following that. You can do this forever and ever. So again, the concepts here were not very complicated. Uh, the math is difficult to follow unless you're following. 
again, it's difficult to follow unless you're following. If you're following, it's very, very easy. And through these, with these brief minutes, we were able to understand, due to Harambam, Harambam's brilliant understand, uh, ex, ex, uh, educational method and, and explanations and elucidations, exactly why we have the 19 years, uh, how to calculate within those 19 years when it's Shana Me'ubedet, when it's not Shana Me'ubedet, and uh, every single mulad that we have. And we still don't know what the mulad means with respect to which day is Rosh Chodesh and how many days of Rosh Chodesh we have. That's going to be in the next chapter. Baruch Adonai Amen Amen.